In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this beautiful feast day of our Blessed Mother of the Assumption of Mary, we just place ourselves into the hands of Mary. All of our worries, our anxieties, our fears, our blessings, and our graces as well. We place them in the hands of Mary. And we pray together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you love Mary? Yes. Amen. Mary is so beautiful. Today is such a wonderful day, such an amazing day that we get to gather in this church and just give thanks to Mary and just really love her and honor her and really give our hearts completely to her because this is a beautiful feast day in the church of our Blessed Mother. And so many of us love Mary. We all love Mary, especially us priests, right? We don't have wives. Sometimes thank God for that, you know. <laughs> but we have the Blessed Mother, and she provides for us in ways that are so beautiful and so amazing and so wonderful. You know, as a priest, one of the things we do is we go to Chicago, and it's kind of seen as this, like, bachelor thing right before you become a priest but when we're there the main thing we do is we design the cope that we're going to wear at our ordination day so when i went to design my cope this is the cope that i wore on my ordination day i chose these colors specifically of blue because i wanted to remember every single time i put this cope on that i'm putting on mary and that she's with me in everything that i do mary is so beautiful she's our mama she's our mother she loves us, and she works miracles in our lives without us even knowing it, right? She worked a miracle for me today because, you know, Father Brian smiled at me before it was 12 p.m., you know, so. <laughs> and his joy today, this morning, was amazing, and I'm like, wow, I haven't seen you like this in a while. So it was, it was a beautiful grace. So thank you for smiling this morning. I appreciate that. <laughs> Mary is, is a gift to us, Right? And I just think about the gospel and how when she went to visit Elizabeth, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaped for joy because Mary had Jesus within her. And I love how in the first reading, we hear about how when the Ark of the Covenant is brought before the people, Miriam, the sister of Moses, takes a timbrel and she dances in front of the Ark with joy. There is a certain joy that we're called to have. And that's an amazing joy. And in reality, us Chaldeans were meant to be a people of joy. You know, look at how we celebrate. Go to a wedding, go to a baptism, go to a communion, go to a birthday, go to any joyful occasion. And when we gather as a people, look at the joy that's there, right? Even in our dancing, even the helhole, right? And everything we do, there's just this great joy whenever we have a celebration. And it's that same joy that we have when we're celebrating some event or some milestone. It's that same joy that we're called to have at this altar right now. Now, for some of us, that joy might be hard. You might even be asking, well, Abuna, like, have you even been paying attention to what's happened in our community just in the last couple days? Have you paid attention to the people that have lost their lives 
the young people that are dying, the families that are suffering, how can you tell us to have joy today, right now? When I think about that, I think of the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Look at the joyful mysteries of the rosary. There's not a lot of joy in those mysteries when you really think about it. Mary, the Annunciation, we can think of that as such a joyful event. But Mary could have been stoned to death with this news that came out of her conceiving a child. When Mary goes on this trip, when she gives birth to her son, she gives birth in a manger, in a place that is very dirty, in a place that is very cold. When she presents Jesus at the temple, Simeon comes to her and says that a sword is going to pierce your heart. And then that fifth mystery of the joyful mysteries They lose Jesus in the temple. My brothers and sisters, when you look at the joyful mysteries, there really isn't much to rejoice about in those mysteries. But there is, when you look at it with the lens of Christ, with the lens of Mary, that in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our pain, we can still experience joy because Jesus is real. We can look at the birth of Jesus and say, well, that's a cold and nasty place. But Jesus makes it beautiful. Mary makes it beautiful. When we live with the Blessed Mother on our minds and our hearts, life becomes different. Life becomes completely different when Mary is placed as a priority in our lives. You know, sometimes we might think, well, I've heard some people say, well, I don't want to worship Mary. You know, I want to be careful how, how I come to Mary because I want to just worship Jesus. I want to focus on Jesus. There was a saint who said, you should never be afraid to love Mary too much because you will never love her as much or more than Jesus does. You know, Jesus had to come into earth through Mary. Think about that. If God really wanted, if God the Father really wanted, he could have just dropped Jesus on the earth And just allowed him to walk. And allowed him to preach. And allowed him to work miracles. But God, that wasn't his plan. That wasn't his design. His plan, his design, was to choose Mary. And he chose the Blessed Mother for Jesus to come into this world. So if Jesus had to come, had to become one with us, and one with this world through Mary, then how do we get to God? We get to God through Mary. Just as Jesus had to come down through Mary, we go up through Mary. We reach God through Mary. We become one through Mary. That's an amazing gift. That's a beautiful gift. I was blessed um, to visit Paris when I was in seminary. And... I just found this church in Paris to Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. Many of us wear the Miraculous Medal, right? And in this church is where Mary appeared to St. Catherine of Laboray and gave her this medal. And so I went into the gift shop and I purchased like their self-guided tour. And I'm sitting in the church and I'm reading this, this pamphlet. And in the pamphlet it says, The right altar in this church, Mary said that anybody who goes to this altar, whatever grace you ask for from Mary, she will give it to you. 
And at this altar was the chair, the same exact chair that Mary sat in and appeared to St. Catherine in order to give her all these revelations and the miraculous medal. So when I read that, I ran to the altar right away. I ran to the altar. I said, I can't believe this. In this church is the altar that Mary said, whatever grace you ask for from this altar, I will give it to you. So I ran to that altar, I knelt in front of the altar, I saw the chair that Mary sat in, and I was blown away. I literally felt like she was sitting there. And I begged Mary for the specific graces that I needed. I begged her. Now Mary gave me those graces eventually. She poured out those graces to me eventually. My brothers and sisters, I believe that it's not just at that altar when we ask for something from Mary, but it's every altar. Because every single altar is the throne of her son. Every altar is the throne of Jesus, who is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And so every time I come to this altar, or any altar, I need to beg Mary for the graces I need. And you know, if we have any Protestant Chaldeans in this church right now, okay, some people might say, well, why can't I just go to Jesus myself? Why can't I just go straight to Jesus? You can. You can go straight to Jesus. But who does he listen to more than his blessed mother? The most amazing mother he has. In the assumption, what do we celebrate? We celebrate Mary being assumed into heaven, body and soul. And she goes next to her son to reign with him. In the Old Testament, the king of Israel, whoever the king of Israel was at that time, the queen was not his wife. The queen was his mother. The mother of the king was named the queen. And that's why Jesus, who is the king, we look to his mother, who is the queen. Mary is our queen. St. Therese gives an amazing image of this. She says that the poor people of the town knocked on the king's palace. And they came to that town with the fruits of their labors. They came and they brought their fruits and the vegetables that they were growing and they wanted to offer their fruits and vegetables to the king. And so when they went to the king, they brought their fruits and vegetables in a very dirty bag that was broken and had many holes. And so they knocked on the door and the queen answered the door. And the queen took their fruits and vegetables and she put it, she took it out of that dirty bag and she put it on a silver platter, and then she delivered it to the king. St. Therese says, this is what Mary does for us. Mary takes our prayers. Mary takes our requests, our intentions, and our petitions, and she perfects them. She makes them more perfect. She makes our prayers more beautiful, and when she perfects them and she makes them more beautiful, then she takes them to her son, Jesus. Wow. How amazing is that? That's why we go to Mary. That's why we come before her. So my brothers and sisters, what do you need? So many people say, I, I don't need anything, Father. I pray for other people because other people are more in need. No! What do you need? 
Mary, our mother, cares about what you need, what I need. And oftentimes, we're never thinking about what I need. What is the grace I need? What is the grace you need? We're in front of the greatest throne, in front of the greatest place right now. That Mary is here, her son is here, and whatever grace we ask for, she wants to pour it out to us. So as we go and pray throughout this Mass, what is the grace you need? What is the gift you need? Let's ask Mary for that grace right now. And let's believe in our hearts, in the beautiful miracle, in the beautiful power of the Mass. That here at this throne, where the King of Kings sits, where our Queen sits, we will receive these graces. Let's live today in this joy that Mary loves us, that she's with us, and she's a mother who is surrounding us and protecting us. Amen.